The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the discipline necessary to maintaining a sustainable lifestyle. I've talked about chronic stress monitoring, uh, which is the, the reactive component of the perfect stress system, and then going beyond that to better position yourself long-term where you're satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals, without always hovering or bumping up against your threshold number. That's when you're in the coasting along category of the sustainability planning matrix and you've achieved a sustainable lifestyle. It's three steps. First, the sustainability assessment so you know where you are currently in the sustainability planning matrix. Then doing a task inventory and then doing a trade-off plan. And all this is covered in episodes 9 and 10 beyond chronic stress monitoring. And I've talked about how rather than trying to suppress your natural drive to achieve your goals, your intrinsic motivation, uh, in order to squeeze in healthier habits, which is a fool's errand, by the way, uh, you should instead leverage your natural motivation. And I've also talked about ways in which you come up with good trade-offs, including reducing your standards and generally looking for things that don't feel like you're making a sacrifice. Low-hanging fruit, like things you can cut out of your routines uh, that don't make sense to do anymore or not as much. I've also suggested being more efficient with your tasks or outsourcing them, paying someone else to do it. And if you haven't yet, I strongly suggest listening to episode three, uh, what to do when approaching your stress threshold. All of those things can help you get to coasting along, but it's still not enough. There's one really important thing missing that I haven't really talked about much, but it's crucial. Without it, you can't achieve coasting along, and that's your mindset and discipline. Now, I have talked about your attitude and living with stress-related health issues, including not assuming that your body is designed to handle an unlimited amount of stress, and if it can't, well, that's a disorder that needs intervention with drugs, and etc. And I'm talking more long-term. Always consult with your doctor as far as treatments, uh, and certainly in the short term, if you're flaring up from whatever, you need to address that right away. But I'm talking more long term. And also how to deal with people around you, including guilt trips and all that. That was covered in episode 5, Mindset to Living with Invisible Conditions, in case you haven't listened to that one yet. And I also covered the notion of needing to push yourself to the extreme if you want to be successful, which is what some motivational speakers preach, which is in episode 13, motivational extremism. And in fact, near the end of that episode, I did touch on the idea that if you're trying to conveniently fit success into your lifestyle, then that's also the wrong mindset if you want to be successful. So you might be saying, well, which one is it? Do I not push myself because I'll flare up and fall into that vicious cycle I always talk about where you have to shift your focus to addressing your symptoms, which slows you down on the very things that motivate you to work harder in the first place? Or Do I push myself because to expect that success will just come conveniently is also the wrong mindset and I'll fail. So which one is it? 
Well, the short answer is it's something in between. So you definitely have to push yourself. Let's just get that out of the way first. There's no way you're going to be successful with a laissez-faire attitude. It's just not going to happen. You have to be hungry. You have to want success. It won't just come. You have to strive for it every day. It's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. So you do have to push yourself. However, we have to be clear about what that means. In the context of the perfect stress system, pushing yourself means, number one, when you are working, you work hard and efficiently. Number two, staying focused on the long-term track towards your goals. And number three, maintaining discipline in keeping a sustainable lifestyle, defined as not always hovering near or around your uh, threshold number, not always bumping up against that line that if you cross it, you'll become symptomatic. So with regard to number two, staying focused on the long-term track towards your goals, the way I do that is on a monthly basis, I account for my past accomplishments toward my goals up to that moment in order to better understand where I am and how I got here. And then what I'm going to focus on over the next month. Because depending on how ambitious your goals are and what resources you have to start with, it could easily take you years to achieve your goals. So maintaining focus on the long-term track is crucial, periodically taking the time to account for your accomplishments, which is tough because it's not really moving you closer towards your goals per se, right? In fact, you could argue that it's slowing you down. It's overhead. It's planning. But what it is is a check to make sure you're still satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals. That's crucial because if that's no longer the case, then changes are needed immediately or the whole plan just falls apart. Remember, we're leveraging your natural drive to achieve goals, your intrinsic motivation. If that's no longer the case, the whole thing falls apart. Now, with regard to number three, maintaining a sustainable lifestyle, this is where your biggest risk lies. To make my point, a good analogy is budgeting your expenses. You're not going to over or underpay your gas and electric bill, right? Or your rent. But when it comes to meals and entertainment, well... You know, that's where you have to be more disciplined to live within your means. Similarly, when it comes to how you spend your time, you're probably not going to spend one more minute than you have to on chores. Chores suck, right? (laughs) Uh, They're they're a necessary evil. You're going to try to get them done as efficiently as possible. So that just leaves time spent on goals and sleeping, resting, and leisure activities. Now, you certainly don't have a discipline problem when it comes to your goals because you have that natural, never-ending drive to succeed, the intrinsic motivation. So the risk lies in the sleeping and the resting and the leisure time. You're going to have a tendency to try to cheat a bit on your sleep or rest because you don't have to answer to anyone but yourself. So that's where the risk really lies in living within your means from an energy standpoint and therefore where you have to exercise discipline. So you can do a trade-off plan, and you should, but along with that, you have to fight that tendency to cheat on sleep and rest. With a few exceptions that I went through uh, in episode three, what to do when approaching your stress threshold, you have to essentially treat rest and sleep as tasks, just like any other tasks. In fact, when you do overwork, perhaps on purpose uh, due to the nature of the work you're doing, specifically chunking and getting something very involved done as efficiently as possible, Your next highest priority task at that point, ahead of everything else, should be sleeping and resting, period. Coaches like to call this kind of thing a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. 
Getting to sleep on time, with few exceptions, is a non-negotiable. Because until you adopt this mindset, you really won't be able to execute the trade-off plan. Some of it, yes, but ultimately you won't. You'll slowly revert back to trying to squeeze in a little more work here and there, uh, which will slowly become unsustainable, but you won't realize it due to a concept called creepy normalcy, and you're going to flare up, and then you're back to square one, and that's depressing. Another way to look at it is you have to fight that feeling that you're being lazy or slacking off if you take a nap during the day or go to bed extra early one day or just taking it easy the day right after hitting a big milestone. You should treat sleep and rest as guardrails to keeping you coasting along. That's where you have to exercise the most discipline. Now, the good news is that the more you stay disciplined in that area, the easier it gets and it builds on itself. Good sleep begets more good sleep. Putting rest above other tasks will start to make your life a little more enjoyable. Is it going to take longer to achieve your goals? Yes. But you have a better chance of succeeding because your plan is sustainable. By the way, whoever said it was supposed to take X amount of time anyway? No one. And in fact, you have to take what other people say uh, and think with a big grain of salt because they don't have all the facts. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time, there's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.